Hello, and welcome everybody to Chalkcast episode number 38. We are here joined by CRR, but before we get into that, I just want to talk about something, a little something on the bottom right. You might notice a little name there, and that's actually <laughs> one of our Patreon supporters. His name is Joe. His name is Joe, and Joe's an absolute beast, but if you want access to some bonus content, you can check out the clip we posted on Twitter um, to see what that might look like, but... Let's get into the real show. I don't want to talk about it too much. There's a panel down below if you want to click it, but uh, let's get into the real show. Um, we're going to talk with CRR a lot about his career. So first off, welcome and thank you for joining us and congratulations on your recent win. Thank you. Uh, thank you for inviting me. Of course. Uh, I, I want to know a little bit more about the win itself because you know you guys have been you know playing as a team for a bit now and like what what was the I guess. Um, how you guys have been practicing to kind of get to that point to where you are because you guys didn't have like an incredibly strong start when you first formed at least not to the point of like getting a win right off the bat so how would how did that practice look like um we really practice a lot because we we have to we try to to see a lot of teams replays like from ng face any top team in na and we try to learn the best each team do in the field we try to to put in in our playstyle and improve it, so I think we took the best thing from each team in the region, and we and we practice a lot and play. And we are playing so good now with that. But you you look at replays of teams like Gen G when they're winning, Phase when they're winning, and you just take the best bits. You guys are like, okay, we like that, don't like that, we like this. We're gonna try and do it. You you do you watch the replays together as a team? Or does one of you do it and then you bring it to the rest of the team? How does that work? Uh, depends. The, normally the coach, away, but something with the team. We we try to see, like, always you have to do, to watch the replays of your opponents. Like, you can't go to a game without watching anything of them. So we have to watch something and see what they do well and we what they do better than us. That's how you become the best. Now... Coming into this split, obviously you had a pretty successful major, uh, pretty good performance there, but still a lot of people were underrating you guys coming into the split, maybe not picking you in the top four, top three in NA. Where did you kind of, like, kind of see your, yourselves coming into this split? Like, How confident were you going into this first regional? Um, we were really confident. We, we have been doing jokes about winning the regional the, the whole week before the regional. <laughs> But just because, like, we, we lost in Game Rochelle, in the qualifier, we played really bad. So we tried to stay positive and do our best in the regional, even if it was the same week. And I think it really worked. Like, the mentally was uh, so important part of the win. You saw um, last week, we had a couple of frauds on here. Uh, Rise and Nolly, <laughs> our special guests last week. And they both put out their predictions of who would make the major. They said complexity not making the major. Mickey run at winter, which I like to say that we did push push back on uh, <laughs> as host of the show. We like to let the guests talk, um, but some of the some of those takes we didn't it didn't really agree with. Um, I thought you were a pretty clear top four. Uh, you know, you guys in G two were like the next two teams after the the big two phase and Gen G last split. Uh, so, do you think that you guys have improved now and it's the big three, do you guys think you're at that very top level in NA? Um, starting with the predictions of like Nolly and Rice. Yeah. Um, 
I really think I, I think probably they can say we have like a Mickey runs in the playoffs or something because like we, we had for example in the first final we made the finals. We should have played against FaZe in the top eight, but they lose to M80. And I always say that that's not our fault. If M80 beats FaZe that day, how we can control that? We we have topped the group with 3 0. Like yeah. we, we did all we can to be there, and that's not like just lucky. I think we play good, and it, it is what it is. And I think we are right now really solid in the top five. Um, probably we we should be more in the top three, but I think the teams that come behind us right now are really close. So that can be like a, a good battle. Who do you have like around that number five in North America? Who's sort of your who who, who you got there? Yeah, I'm wondering who your major teams are. Yeah, give us your major teams. <laughs> um, Genji, us of course. After the win. Um, I, I will say FaZe because even with their loss in the first regional, uh, FaZe always win after that. In the in the last split, they did the same. They lost in top 12 and then won the regional. So I really trust on them on that because I think they are so good players. Then I will say G2. Um, probably Optic. Optic. I like how they are playing. Optic. Yeah. Do you, say, do you say that because you really believe in them or because they just got a really nice placement? No, we, we, we played a lot of times against Optic the, in the whole season, I think like four times or five. And I see if, the, if they are playing well, they, they can qualify to the Major, for sure. If they, if they are having good days, they are, they are focusing really in the, in the game, I think they can make it to the Major. What are your thoughts on Magic Bear then? Have you seen his, um, his potential in scrims? <laughs> Uh, Maggie Beer, I think he's a good player, but I think he needs more confidence. Okay. What about AJ? Did you see AJ's performance this weekend? Because he didn't reach uh, the final, but he played pretty well, I think. Yeah, AJ played really good. I you saw like two shots of him, and it was really nice. Uh, but yeah, he played really good. I think he's a so good player, but. I think he's, he needs like more consistency on his peak. I've been able to be in that peak more times and with consistency. You guys were really good um, in the groups. I guess the groups format last split. Do you guys like, obviously you won, so you will, but do you like double elim, having that second chance and having the mm. loser bracket? I really don't like it at all. Like, I really don't like to have only two chances. Like, I think the groups are like, more fair in case you have any bad series or something but uh i like the like the spicy of the double limb because you are always in in a bad spot if you if you lose one game like you you can not uh, stop trying your best in just one series because you have another another one to play like that th doesn't work like that in double limb well actually I've, I've just realized now we, we didn't uh think of this before the show but we realize, you know, you, you say you're watching replays of all of the opponents. You might be one of the most qualified pros we've ever had on the show to give opinions on other teams and players. You probably watch them more. than because Not a lot of pros watch a lot of Rocket League, but you sound like you've watched a lot of replays. So what do you think of Space Station Gaming with Hawkser compared to Daniel? Just going to throw some teams at you, hear what your thoughts are. Um... Oh no! I think Daniel, is, of course, is is one of the best players in the world for me, probably or, or in NA at least. Um, 
I think he's a so good player, but probably for the team the, the, with with LJ now, like I, I see what happened there because me and Rage will have uh, some problems with that. I've been two two good players, mechanical, so fast. They always want to be with the ball. They always want to be doing a dribbling, and that's hard to uh, really give chance to to all the all the players that try to a lot of mechanics. Um, and it it can it can happen that one of the players don't don't play really well or don't is not that confident because the other player is taking more of the dribblings and more of the chances, you know. So I think that's one of the things that can happen there. With so you think like with uh, with Hawkser SSG might be more comfortable even though Daniel is probably better. I don't want to put words in your mouth. I'm trying to, you know, think of a popular opinion and see if do you, do you agree with that. Uh, I think that right now is more important the team play and the whole team structure than just one so good player because Daniel is one of the best in, in the world. I, that, that's, I can't say anything about that. But right now it's been so important the team play and with Hoxer they play more like a team and not like that individually. What do you think about uh, Furia then? Uh, with They've got lost. They, they've had lost now for the second split they just got top six um so they're a little bit behind the uh well teams like optic um but yeah what do you think about furia and their chances as a team to make the major you know how how good do you think they are right now uh i can say in terms of players like of names with Los, Yangs, and carl they are on paper they are an incredible team and i think they are a good team just they are struggling a little bit on figuring out how to to play and to use that potential in tournaments. But I think if they if they started to do inconsistency, like in the... Um, I think it was in the draw, they won the draw or the other one, the Steel Series tournament. Yeah. If, if they play like one of those tournaments that play really good, probably they can make major. But they need to like play consistently like that and they are so good team. Okay, so if we've got you like optics chances for major, the big four, which are G two, you guys, Phase, Gen G, Space Station, Furia. What are they? okay, V one of course, V one. Yeah. yeah, what do you what do you think about V one? They didn't have a good start. They've just lost in the same position Phase did. You think Phase are going to bounce back because they've done it before? Do you think V one are going to are going to bounce back? Do they have any chance? Mm, yeah, I think they have a lot of chance to bounce back, but they have to figure it out how to. Uh, Daniel and Bismo play together. Like, if they they find out how to play together in threes, they will be one of the best teams in the region. But they have to figure it out. Okay, these are also very balanced takes. So live chat, if you you think CRR is on the money here, give us a one so we can um, make sure that you're all paying attention. Um, I I think we we do need to talk about your top four at the winter major because you know maybe rise and Nolly are calling it a mickey run i'm not calling it a mickey run. i don't think it was a mickey run you beat the you I, I was calling group d your group at the major the hardest group to win because i think you guys were you had, you had a team in there that you should beat pioneers but you also had genji and oxygen there so it's a, i think for you guys a pretty you know easy group to get out of no disrespect to pioneers but the hardest one to win because uh you know there were some tough groups to win your guys going in stacked uh but yeah not mickey run in my opinion were, were you expecting a top four though at the major was that 
uh, uh, on the, was that the goal going in? I really wanted to at least top eight, and after making top eight, anything better than that was so good result. But of course, after making top four, we we wanted to to be in the finals. And about the Mickey run, um, I don't know why they call it like that because we beat Rice in the group, so I yeah. don't know if if that's part of the Mickey run or not. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what they were talking about, Mickey Run. I don't know. But actually, Nolly did say that if you if you guys beat Nolly in the groups as well, you beat both of them in the groups. I don't know, I don't know how it's a Mickey Run. But yeah, he's he like they, owning himself, Nolly, isn't he? He's I like, know. No, nah, they had an easy run. They played us, but we were in groups. We're not that good in groups. <laughs> yeah, he said, the, he said give, us, uh, give us complexity in the playoffs and we'll sweep them. Um, but I guess... I don't know. We need an update on that take from Nolly. He actually tweeted after you guys beat them this weekend very graciously, um, you know, congratulating you. So we don't want to like really poke him too much. But yeah, he, he, you played him twice in playoffs this weekend, beat him twice. So I think he's changed his opinion since a week ago. Um, but between then and now, or between then and your win, it did not age well. Um, what what about uh, the phase semifinal though? You guys, you had them three, you're winning three two, right? I think you're winning three two in that series, if I yeah. remember right. correctly. And then yeah, game six and seven, very close games. You guys had great chances, but you yeah, you, I think conceded some pretty silly goals. What's your now that you've looked back on that? Have you looked back on that replays yet? Those replays to see what went wrong? Um, not the replays at all for me, but I really watched the series again, not in trying to to analyze it, but just to watch what happened. And I think the problem really was that in the sixth game, we just didn't score. Like, we have a lot of chance, but none of them went in, and then FaZe used to go to one or two and they score. So that's what we really did wrong in that game, just don't shoot the net. <laughs> and in the seventh game, I, I remember the one play that when when we missed that play, I knew that we, we had already lost that game. And it was the, the one that I shoot, and Graceful goes for the bump. Yeah, and they save it. So and they score them. That that play was like mm, so bad for the mental of the team. I think I really feel like that. Yeah, that's fair. I I, I remember the play you're talking about. It's a bit of a heartbreaker. Um, did like kind of a triple, not triple commit, but overextension. And then phase just did what phase do on the counter attack. Did you think uh, that Carmen Corp would win the final? Uh, looking at what they were doing. You didn't play them at the event, but you played FaZe. Uh, who did you think was going to win in the final before uh, the match? Um, I don't know. I really, I really thought Carmen Corp was going to win just because I was watching them the whole event and I think they, they were playing insane. But I, I really thought it was going to be like uh, more close than what it was. I thought it was going to be like Game 7. But I don't know, it's really hard to play a final like that. And they just Carmen Corp played really well that final. I can't say anything bad about FaZe because they, they played well the whole tournament and and they, they tried their best in the finals. Agreed, agreed. Um, you mentioned, um, just real quick, well, actually not really quick, this could go anywhere. You mentioned uh, the potential, like roster moves that sort of don't work with, you know, say Hawks are being picked up. Now they're playing more as a team. What do you look for, I guess, in terms of 
teammates? Because it is, you know, obviously, as you said, you kind of mentioned it's obviously it's not always about who's the best player, the best mechanics. What do you, what do you, I guess, prioritize? Because you've been on a few teams now. Um, what do you sort of look for in teammates to make the best team possible? Um, really, after joining Complexity, um, I really understand that to be one of the best, the whole team needs to want to be the best and sacrifice everything they have to be the best. And if you don't have that mentality, I don't think it's it's an option to be one of the best in the world right now. How will everyone do this? So you think like, say, V1, like they obviously have the potential individually, but do you think that, do you think that that'll ever, you know, the best, like three best players can form a team and become better than, I guess, the best team? Or it's still going to be about like the chemistry and how the team, I guess, works together? Um, I think you can put like the, the three best players in the world in a team. But if they don't, they if they are not like a real team and really share everything in the field and are not like with the ego trying to be the best in the team and the one with the better stat, it's not gonna work. No stat farmers allowed in uh, CRC. Your stats are pretty good though. So are you, you're saying that that's just you not even trying to farm stats? No, of course. Like stats are, are things are good things for for the team. If you have a lot of stats, it means that you score a lot of goals or something. But mm. in in the in the term that want to to help the team, not for the individual stats. I don't really yeah. care if I finish first, uh, tenth, or second or whatever. So you don't think you know? There's some pros who have admitted on this show in the past that you know when the ball is getting close to the goal. <laughs> And you save it; it's an mm. epic save, and you get ten extra points because you get, I think, sixty points for an epic save, fifty for a save. Some pros have openly admitted that when the ball is on target, they let it get closer. Seventy-five, you get twenty-five extra. No way, you get set. Okay, I sound corrected. Seventy-five points instead of fifty. So you think you're? You, what do you think about that, CRR pros who do that on purpose oh, for extra points? I, mean, <laughs> I, I really don't know, but. In in my case, I really don't have time to think about the points when I'm playing the tournament. <laughs> yeah, some pros do. Some pros definitely. We're getting some accusations in chat right now uh, towards some <laughs> some pros who do this. Sierra don't got any time for that. He's too busy winning. Um, <laughs> too busy Missed. winning games. <laughs> let's uh, let's. <laughs> Let's switch up a little bit here, Sierra. I want to hear your your thoughts and your whole take on. I mean, I guess your your whole move to NA in general. I guess uh, you know, start from the beginning, really, of like how that even happened, and like you know, obviously, like where it led to now. Um, starting from the beginning. Yeah. Did start when after Gamer said when when I leave Guild, and we start. I started to thinking about a team. I started thinking about like the Spanish team, uh, if you remember the, the Spanish super team that was going to uh, be in the summer, mm. and we started the trials like that, and then after that, when when they decided to be together, like Dorito, Marvi, and Atomic, um, I saw that Complicity was going to make a change, and I used Asterisk Bull in Steam, and after that, they just started thinking about the option that I can join them, and... Uh, at the end, I I joined them, <laughs> but it, it was really really hard move. Uh, it really was hard for the Bison for having to be in another country that young, 
Um, I'm not the best speaking English. My English is not the best, but I try what I can. So it was hard because I need to do everything you do in a normal day in another language. So it was hard at, at the start, and uh, but I think it it worth it. I really learned a lot being here and being alone now with parents. And I think it was a good experience at the end with uh, ups and downs. Did you move in? Uh, do you live with Raysville and uh, AJG right now? AJG didn't look like it was at your guys' facility. What's the situation over there? No, I, I just live with, with Raysville and in the next apartment, the, there is Awesome and, and AJG. And with that, it's just that AGG didn't feel good playing when we were playing in the Complexity HQ. I don't know why, but he always said that he feels very at home. And we we always say that we feel very on the, in the HQ. So we go to the HQ and we let him go uh, stay in home because he wanted to play there to, to feel better. And that's it. How, how close is that the, between the HQ and the your homes? It's like mm, five minutes. Like oh, a, right, like a so... walk or drive? Uh, no, in walk is like 10. Oh, okay. But like we, we have like uh, scooters, like scooters, yeah. And we oh, oh, oh you take, so you take like scooters? Yeah. Oh, that's pretty sweet. <laughs> so after you won, after you won the last regional, you and Ray's Bull hop on the scooters going this way. AJG's on the scooter coming this way. Like, yes! Yes, <laughs> at each other. <laughs> we did it. <laughs> <laughs> Meeting some random road somewhere. Like, where? What did you do to celebrate uh, the win? Did you Did you go uh, out for dinner? In, yeah, we like the next day. Just went to to have dinner, and that's all we we did. It's right back in the grind. Only yeah. only only the one day off. These guys don't mess mess around. You said earlier that you need to sacrifice everything. So for you, that's that means like going to a different country making day-to-day life more difficult you're having to you know interact in english all the time which is obviously you know your english is really good by the way but obviously like if you're having to think all the time in a second language that's not as easy so you're making a lot of sacrifices here what other sacrifices uh have you made if you want to tell us about any um anything you've done or had to leave any things you really like doing that you had to leave behind now to pursue being a pro rock league player um I think one of the sacrifices you do as like a pro player in any sport or or that is that you have to stop going out a lot of time, you have to stop going with your friends and you have to really focus uh, your life in in the game. But I think if you really if that's really what you want, this um is worth it. But if you're not sure, uh, it's is something like hard to keep in the time. Mhm. Yeah, that's that's tough. And you've been in so well. You went to NA, of course, for the start of the season. Were you in Texas the whole time? Is this your been your place you're in the entire time you're in uh, NA? Or uh, no, I the first the first uh, split I played in Canada, and then I moved to the right. boys. Right. So wait, were you, I can't remember for some reason. Were you in Canada and they were already in Texas? Yeah. And then, okay, then you had to move. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that, that, I think that's also what, yeah, Gen G did that as well. Yeah. So this is, is this be- better? How does it compare Texas versus Canada? Obviously, you're, you're with your team now. Um, I think I prefer Texas. Yusuf, because here is like, the, the temperature is always like, like higher than in Canada. 
And I think that, that that's that means so much for me because in Canada it's so cold and I really don't like it. <laughs> you, yeah, you were there the worst time actually because the, the fall split is actually in the winter for Rocket League. So you were there in the winter, very cold. Um, and now now you're warm, not too warm. What? How does it compare to to Spain? I don't actually know. Where where in Spain were you from? I'm from Madrid. Um, yeah, Madrid. it's pretty it's pretty similar to be honest. Madrid. Wait, so were you at season eight uh, when RLCS came to Madrid? Did you go? No, I was so young. I tried. I tried. I asked my parents, but in that time, I I just uh, failed an an exam. So they no, no, no. no. (laughs) Too much Rocket League. You wait, mentioned wait, you... like yeah, the the sacrifices with your move uh, and stuff like that. Was it was it purely um, like the move to NA just for the Rocket League, or did you also think it's a good opportunity, like you said, to I guess get away from your parents and I guess maybe mature a bit, live. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to say like that. You know what I mean? Like you know, you can yeah. like life experience. You know, you get to go to a new country and experience. Was it about that, or purely this is like the best move for my Rocket League career? Mm, I think it's for both. I really wanted to be here and be away with my parents, but not just not for them because I just like to be uh, to know other countries and different cultures and just everything. I, I just like to be alone or with friends. And if it's in another country playing a video game that I love, is is the best op- the best option you have. <laughs> yeah, just, I, I, it's the dream of every child being with your friends in a house playing a video game. It's a, yeah, it is. I, I mean, that that's. It sounds like. Is it really the dream still, though? Because it's it is the dream when you're you're a child. It just sounds amazing. You get to play a video game for money, um, and that's you know what 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 would be better. But is it everything that uh, it seemed at when you were dreaming about that as a as a kid, or is it more difficult than? No, than really. You when, when you're a kid, it's more about um, having fun with your friends than the money. The money comes after and with this, of course, but it's not really that important thing. It's something that came up to our life with this. And of course, it's so good, but I think the, the most important thing is the, the experience we are having and everything we are going through with this. That's the, the most infor- important for, for our life. And you were, I just checked, you were 14, right? You just turned 14 when RLCS Season 8 was in Madrid. I think, unless I'm calculating this wrong. I think, mm-hmm. yeah, you would have been 14, right? Uh, I don't remember in what year it was. No, 2019. So, yeah, I'm th- I think tw- uh, yeah, 2022, yeah. end of last year, you would have been still 17. You're 17 now, for anyone yeah. wondering. So you're 17, so he's a young, a young mechanical uh, player over here. But you're so mature, so I think compared to some of the other uh, 17-year-olds, people wouldn't know. But... um you yeah, fourteen didn't do your homework, couldn't go to RLCS. That's like a that's a warning, I guess, for all of our <laughs> listeners. Do your homework, or you might not be allowed to go to RLCS when uh, it comes around to your city. What about uh? So another thing about moving to NA, you you quickly mentioned that okay, you were thinking about Spanish Super Team, and you said that you know Dorito Atomic Mark they wanted to play. Were were you like trying to get in that team, and then they they were like. Um, more interested in playing together. So you were like, were, were you upset about that? You didn't get to be in the Spanish super team. Mm, no, then all finished good, and we are still friends. But at that time, when we did all the tryouts, uh, 
I tried first with, with uh, Atomic and Marby, and then with uh, Dorito and Marby, uh, and I figured out that I really didn't want to play with with Mark, not for anything special, Just I just preferred to be with two young stars around me, because we were, we were going to be like more mechanical, and for I in that time I thought the playstyle was, was coming, you need to be ready for every ball and being able to have the mechanics for everything and I think Mark in that time was a bit a bit slow after didn't play like the the spring split in that season so he he needed to to get back on the green and I always see that when you take a long break uh, it's hard to be at the same level because you you need to green like more than what you was doing yeah, that makes sense. So yeah, you you and Mark didn't mesh. You thought, nah, this isn't going to work. But they liked, obviously, they they liked the team. The other, it sounds like lots of different teams were trying out. You tried out with two different versions. Yeah. They tried out as well. Mm-hmm. Lots of different tryouts for the Spanish super team. And you you said, nah, I'm going to uh, talk to my other Spanish speaking friends because that's kind of the 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 cool thing about uh, Spain, Argentina, Chile in the Rocket League scene. Is you all speak Spanish? Is it? Is it? Yeah. Is it's the same? Well, there's differences, but it's literally like the same. Uh, it, it, like for day to day life, right? There's you didn't have to learn any slang, any dialects, mm-hmm. or anything like that. Some languages are they're very different. Uh, you, or even though the language is technically the same, like the between different countries will be different. Is it just exactly the same for you guys? Spanish in Argentina, Chile, and Spain. Uh, I'm. I mean, of course, they have like some different words. But at the end, the language is is the same. It's just similar, so we understand each other easily. Use yeah, like one word in in any sentence that you don't understand, but it's nothing like hard. It's like being with another Spanish. It's it's just so similar. Yeah, that makes sense. Can you tell that like they're not <clears throat> from Spain? Like, is there like accents or something like that? No, you you really you really know they are not from Spain when you talk with them. But you understand everything. Like there's nothing you can understand just with like one word or something. To that, it really doesn't affect. Do you make fun of each other for having different words? Because whenever Rizzo says a really American word, I, I'll, I'll laugh about it. Or whenever CJ says a really Australian word, I think it's funny, and I, they're always making fun of the the British as well. Is it the same in in your guys' case? Yeah, it happened the same. More <laughs> them them to me because they are three. Else, and uh, they, they laugh about something that I say always. <laughs> yeah, the coach is also Argentinian, if I'm not yeah. mistaken. Yeah, go with him. Yeah, okay, you're getting ganged up on, so you already need some help <laughs> out here. It's not fair. That's that's so awesome, though. Like, it's kind of overpowered, actually. You speak English and Spanish. You've got, like, so many options on a global scale for Rocket League. Whereas if you don't speak Spanish, like, what would you have done? Like, you'd have to be in, you'd be in, still in Europe, I guess. Have to just stay there. Probably, yeah. Even even in in Europe, it was hard to find a team being Spanish. Sometimes, just the, for being Spanish, it's not the same because it's not it's not a perfect English. You can I can speak English, but it's not perfect, and that for some people is something to to think about and something someone that cannot pick me for that. And you've you've had you started well, actually your first big team that you. To really go back in time, the first time that I uh, I remember casting one of your games, you were playing with Dorito and I think Tigre. That was the first time that I would have casted you. But you you'd been around for a while, like on bubble teams, 
Um, was that your first team? That was your first team that did pretty well. Dorito, Tigre, and you, right? Yeah, White yeah. Demons. But the, fir yeah. the first in RLC as well was with uh, Ghostfire. That's the first time we we get it to RLCS. And you made like a was it a top sixteen or uh, how far did he go? I'm trying to remember. I think we we beat Guild, and that's it. It was it was double limb. I think we we just won one game. Mm -hmm. And then yeah, White Demons. You went top eight. I'm gonna say with White Demons, or was it top four? Yeah, um, we, we made the double top eight and one top four, I think, or. Something like that. I don't remember at that all. That's about right, yeah, because you guys were definitely doing pretty well. And then after that, you stayed with Dorito and played with Zamwe on a full Spanish team, right? On uh, Barcelona. I think that was the next move. Yeah. Uh, but then Guild like pulled you away. You thought, you thought, you know what? Time to leave Dorito for a bit. Uh, go play with Guild. You, Nolly, and Devo. What? What? Why? Uh, why did you go to Guild? What was the thoughts back then? Uh, it was a hard time because the team with somewhere didn't go really well. Because at that time, I was a little bit toxic, and someone was more toxic than me. So, <laughs> so it it really didn't work. And when we started getting bad results and we lost the in the gamergy when it's an Spanish tournament, we decided that we could continue that that team. That like wasn't an option. <laughs> I love that. I was a little bit toxic and my teammate was even more toxic. This is brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> so you thought, I'm going to get out of here. I'm going to guild. How were Nolly and Devo to play with? You guys played one split together. You did You did pretty good. Uh, what was that like? Um, It was hard. I, I like it, it was like the first time I was in a team that no one speaks Spanish. So it was pretty hard because it was like they were a, like a group. And I was like more alone because I like I don't speak uh, at all English, so it wasn't like that that easy to be in a call with them for me because I didn't know the language at that and time Nolly, like Nolly, much. Nolly barely speaks English as well. Like his sure. he's, <laughs> Nolly's ridiculous, especially like I understand him because I'm familiar with the accent, but. I don't know how like a foreigner is supposed to understand uh, non-British person is supposed to understand. It is uh, it Nolly. is tough. It yeah, I didn't want to interrupt you there. I just wanted to give you some copium that Nolly is, well, difficult. <laughs> but, sorry, you were saying difficult to... Uh, it was to difficult buy. to understand for me because I I, I wasn't... Uh, my English at that time was worse than now, so it really was hard for me. But they, they really tried to get me in the group, but it, it wasn't easy. And I don't know, we just had a lot of problems uh, with the playstyle, figuring out how, how to play together. And... At the time, Devo and Nolly were were on so low hours, like they always were on twenty hours. And I was always um, telling them to play more, but I don't know. It was like we wasn't on the same page at the time. So you yeah. felt a little bit isolated, but then you gained Dorito. You gained a Spanish play for the for the winter split. So now a little bit less isolated. You still had Devo, obviously not not putting in the hours, but. I want to talk about games eight. I want to I want to talk about that that event because that was obviously you know you had picked up Dorito. Sorry, did I say winter split? Yeah, spring split. You picked up Dorito anyway. Yeah, yeah. gamers eight. Let me tell this. Obviously, you had a pretty good event there. No one was really expecting you guys to go well, but you had a one v one against first killer. 
oh. in the semi-final, in it, and it went to overtime. This has to be nearly the most expensive 1v1 in, in history. This is $100,000 on the line, and it went to overtime. Talk me through the nerves in zero that 1v1. Zero second goal, CJ. Zero second goal as well. And zero Even second laser. goal to bring it to overtime, overtime as well. Like how, I, can't, I can't imagine playing a 1v1 with like the pressure of your teammates behind you with all this money on the line. How was that? It was so hard. I, I always remember that game for winning and because I missed in that one's game like for open nets. Like, yeah. like I, I like five shots that was to the, to the post. It, like, it was open and I missed like a lot of times. So I was so tilted in, the, in that match. I really don't even know how I, how I come back that. I started playing so good and everything started to go in my way. And I, it was just, just my day. It was my day. <laughs> Were you thinking during the match about the fact that you'd win an extra $100,000 if you won that match? Um, yeah, because we, that, that, <laughs> se- that, that, season, that season really was bad for us. Uh, more for me was a bad season that uh, that I expect after being in white demos. I expect like the next season to be so much better, but it it was just bad and I didn't top really well. I I missed like three regionals, and and of course I I I do this because I love this. But the money helps to be to because I wanted to leave school to play rocket league and with and treat it like a job. And being only something that is is fun for me, but don't help me to to grow up and live, it, it just doesn't work. You have to make a choice at any time, and that was my time, so it was helpful to to make that choice and being able to compete compete full time and not being to uh, to another year of uh, still studying. You mentioned you just um Sorry, before about. Uh, you know, you nearly went to Madrid in season eight. This is kind of backtracking a little bit, but how you, you know, you, 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 you failed a, a, t- a test or something, or an exam, a, a assignment? Yeah, an exam. Yeah. Um, how I guess, and then you talk about the money factor. How it's obviously important to make a living. How did your, I guess, parents or family, um, I guess, treat Rocket League in the first place? Did you have to sort of were they always on board with you playing games, or did you have to sort of be like, hey, look at the money I'm now making. This is a serious thing. I, I I never miss ne, never miss anything in my house. Everything was okay, but we didn't really have uh, money. We was just at, at the line to don't have any money at the end of the month. So really, I started to making money from Rocket League. Really helped my my parents to can be like more more chill about the money and don't have to think about if they are gonna be able to to pay bills or something. So. I think that really it, it was my objective to help them and try try to get a like a, a better life for them and where they don't have to think about money at all and that was one of my objectives for that I was thinking about it in in gamers say it and every tournament I play is just for me and for my parents. That's, That's awesome. awesome. It is awesome. <laughs> you didn't think though after gamers eight that wait a minute. Maybe RLCS with this this roster, Dorito, Devo, and me. Uh, maybe that wasn't the end of the road. You know, maybe Gamers Eight was a sign that we should stick together. You didn't think that that was uh, an option um, at all, because RLCS didn't go too well for you this spring split. You didn't uh, do as go as well as you wanted to. Did was there any thoughts at all about staying together as a trio? 
No, no really. We we already knew uh, before gamers said that we were gonna stop being a team. That was just the last dance of of that guild, and we already knew it. So it it was something that was gonna happen because it was a pretty bad season for everyone, and we wanted to to be with the new players. You uh you brought up as well like you know playing a lot of this stuff uh to help help your parents at least the money wise was like really helping your parents. Do you feel like that added any sort of pressure or was that like just that much more motivation? Um, it was really both. I think more motivation than than any other thing because it's something that that can happen. Like if we win and I win some money and that helped my parents. That's that's good, but. Is is not it wasn't something like I have to do it because it was like there was nothing secure. I was trying, but I didn't know if it was gonna work. And yeah. but it, it, when it works, it really calms you because you see that uh, you achieved like something great and something good for the family. Was that I guess any motivator to move to North America? I know a lot of people would say there's more I guess opportunities, more money in the scene. There's more. Uh, like you look at, I guess, what Furia did, um, or even I guess your team, Complexity, originally moving from South America to, to North America. Obviously, the competition's better, but there's a bit more money. Yours was a bit different, though, because obviously you're already playing in Europe um, and it's like similar prize money. But did you, were you thinking about, was it more about like team success or also, you know, making a bit more money? There's some more opportunities in North America for you. Um, no, it really wasn't about the money moving to North America. It was just about new a new no a new country, be with different people, uh, meet new friends, and trying to leave Spain because I really I I haven't left Spain before before moving to to NA and to going to the gamer side, and I just wanted to like new new people and be in new experience and do something new with my life, and I, that was like a so good option with. With friends and Rocket League, and that that that's everything of my life right now. So I really thought about that, and that's why I made the decision. Do you feel any extra pressure given that you're not only moved from EU to NA, which is big enough for obviously you see Noli and Jack, but also you're on Complexity, who obviously moved from South America to, to NA as well. Do you feel this like double pressure in like what team you're on and to perform to I guess prove yourselves in NA and you individually? Um. I don't think there's more pressure. Is the the thing is that we know that all the fans want us to win, and they are always there. And it, I don't know. I really, I really enjoy the complexity fans and the Argentinian fans and Chilean uh, from every country that usually speak Spanish because they are so passionate and they they put a lot of love in the in the game and helping us. And it, that that's one that's one of the things that why we want to win and help us to to win. Like their their words, they always send us messages and everything is saying like beautiful words and and that really helps a lot. That's so wholesome. Um, you know, perfect perfect time I think uh, on such a wholesome note to probably. Uh, well, actually, we talked a little bit about this before the show, so I know where this is going. Chat, don't don't worry. We're not we're not we're we're not only instigating here, but we have to talk about you and Nolly specifically <laughs> because you guys have a bit of history. Of course, you joined his team guild, like we talked about, and then he was, uh, you know, maybe I think not at anywhere near the peak. I think he was in probably the lowest low of his career ever. 
in that split. He was, um, yeah, from compared to winning regionals the previous season, and then what he's done after, this was like the one of the worst nollies we'd ever seen. Um, not many people thought he'd be back actually at the top because of how low Guild had gone. Um, so you guys decided to kick him, and it wasn't the cleanest uh, kicking of a player that's ever happened. But that doesn't matter. Uh, we don't need to talk about that. Um, but then he joined Carmen Corp. Somehow, somehow he ends up in Carmen Corp, which is kind of crazy that they that uh, worked out in such a short window. And then they made the Spring Major, did really well at Worlds, and you guys were looking at this like, how, how has this happened? What 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 was going through your mind when you know Nolly actually? Imp- I think he improved a lot uh, <laughs> after you kicked him. What 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 was your take on that? What do you think happened with all the um... all that went down? I don't know, I think, I don't know why, but after we kick him, he started to get motivated and started to green a lot of hours. I didn't know why he didn't do it on guild. He, <laughs> I, I, yeah. I saw that in Carmen Corp he was like always on 100 hours and with me he was in low hours, but probably he had something personal that I didn't know and that affected him in the game. Probably that can be one of the reasons and I'm not like the person to to talk about if like why but after a week you know, he started uh, doing well in Carmen Corp of course that was like hard for me because he was always tweeting something about me and that, <laughs> at, at, the, at the time when always that he made a good result he posted something on Twitter about me it was pretty hard <laughs> was pretty hard months because always everyone was like hating on me because we kicked him and everything but I uh, know. I think it is what it is, and if he started winning and and getting good results, it's, it's because he he deserved it. Yeah, we talked a little bit about this before the show, just uh, in passing, but we saved most of it for now, of course. Um, so that was last season. This season, you're both playing in North America. You're still competing viciously against each other. They, uh, or I think, yeah, you told us that you've got a winning record against them by one series. Most of your wins coming in group stages and qualifiers, they usually had your number in playoffs. Then you guys beat them at the major, and you just beat them twice this weekend. So you got three in a row actually against them. Um, yeah, he tweeted after your most recent win, congratulating you guys. Um, he didn't think that you guys were going to do very well this uh, split, so he tweets after losing. On me at Complexity, I owe you guys an apology. You've really stepped up as a team. Congrats and GGs. Um, so you know now that this split actually this season is more than halfway done what's the update on the nolly crr situation if it was a bit salty last season where where, where are you guys at now mm, i really don't know yeah because in summer i thought it was nice because he and jack asked me to to team at the time to the tryouts but after that when he joined gen g and started winning i saw some some tweets about me too, but yeah. I don't know. I, I try to stop doing tweets about him and keeping with the beef because I, I think it's something that we don't have to do anymore. Like it's from the past, and you think that should be that should end now. Um, but I, I don't know. Right now, I don't really think anything bad about him. I just it's just someone more in the community. Uh, I'm fine with him, and I don't have any problem right now. So, so you say you're fine with him. Do you feel like when you play him, there's a little bit of extra motivation to beat him, or is it just the same as any other team? Um, what Rizzo's yeah. saying is, would you have air dribble bumped 
Jack or Chronic if they were last man in game six when you were <laughs> one goal away from winning? Or was that just Nolly, the special? <laughs> you start to come here. Do you want, do you want to pump his nameplate just a little more? That's the question. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I would they uh, in bumps anyways, but yeah, when I moved to NA at the start, the first time or the the two first times I played against GNG, yeah, I really thought like I had an extra motivation to play against him and try to win. But after that, I really stopped thinking about it because I, I thought it was time to focus on the team and not about uh, other people uh, outside of the team. Obviously, Noli didn't really, or at least last week, respect or think you guys were as good as maybe you are, or you clearly have shown last week. But do you think that that is like a common thing for a lot of other teams or players? Like, do you think other teams do respect you a lot and think that you guys are one of the best teams in North America? Or you feel like teams are kind of like, eh, you know, they're okay. They're, they're sort of in the mix. Mm, I really think... I don't know. It's I feel like most of the team underrate us, but probably it's just something that I feel and it's not like it. I really don't know how they think about us. But I I always see that that sometimes within in the winter, like everyone's uh, thing is that we had a minky run in in the regionals or in the major or whatever. But I don't don't think that really is what it is, and I think that's why. Uh, they all the people didn't take the our results that serious because of the Mickey run. So I don't know. I really didn't understand why everyone was thinking that when we had uh, very good teams in groups. Yeah, we agree. We 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 if you want ev- if you want evidence, any listeners of this episode, we definitely push back on that. We definitely not definitely not a Mickey run um, at all, and yeah, definitely not in hindsight, but. One other uh, very popular topic, as always, is um, you know you, Jack, and Nolly all moved to from Europe to America this season. You're all doing pretty well, um, but, but what's the gameplay and what's the, the the difference for you, if there are any, between EU RLCS last season, NA RLCS uh, this season? How? How are the play styles or the the teams, the, the professionalism, anything you want to talk about? What, what are the differences, if there are any, between the regions? Mm. I don't know. I, I really think that the playstyle in Europe is more about mechanics, skill, who is faster, and pre-jams. It, it's a good playstyle. I really enjoy playing like that. But here in North America, I see the game more like about solid threes, trying to have a more solid rotations, be don't play that fast. It's more about uh having the ball, control the, the game and the pace of, of the game. And I think it's a really interesting playstyle and I love to play it. And I think that's why Jack and Nolly really really get good results here because they are I think they are both like so Slow. good players and oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> they 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 play with uh with a lot of EQ. They think a lot about their touches, uh, about what they are doing. More job because of the ones he played a lot once. He's so good at once, and he's really good at at the um, at the main games. And that's one of the things that is important here, I think. So, do you think other EU ones mains should go to NA as well? Would you say that this is a good region for them? 
Mm, it's not about being 1v1 player, it's just about being good like with the mind games and with rotation. Like, not every player that is from you and is good in 1v1 is gonna play good in NA. It doesn't like that, but I I think if someone wants to move, it, it's a good opportunity, but it's always hard to be here and outside like without family and everything. So I don't think everyone is, is prepared to, to do it. Obviously, Johnny harps on about the fact that, well, at least the for last grand final, there was only one North American. Um, do you sort of, do you think that, is NA worse than EU? Do you find it easier to play over there or is it just play styles, like you said? Mm, I really don't think, I don't know if NA is better or EU is better. The only thing I, I know is that probably, in my opinion, the um, the playstyle in Europe is like counter of the playstyle in NA. And when you see teams like Carmen Corp or the Team Queso with Batida, Rice and Hoyo, teams like that, they always play so good against North American team because of the their skill levels and, and the playstyle they have. But always a North American team can be the best too. So I think it's, it's really... It's really similar the, the level in both regions. What about I love like, how you um... say their names? It's just in passing the Batira <laughs> Rise and Joy. It sounds so much cooler when you say it the, with the Spanish mm. names. It sounds it sounds terrifying. <laughs> it sounds really cool. <laughs> what about oh. I guess work ethic between the regions? Have you found that NA teams practice more, EU teams scrim more, and like I guess tying onto that, you know, in terms of like the NA pro, I guess player community. Do you? Like, talk to the other players, play ranked with the NA players, or compared to Europe? Mm, I don't really know, because here in NA, I really don't play at all ranks. I, I stopped playing ranks here. I started playing more free play, so I don't know about who is talking with each of uh, playing with another players. Why is what that? Why have you stopped ranked? Huh? Cool. I was going to oh. say before we move on, why have you stopped uh, ranked uh, in NA? Mm, I, I don't know, because I, I don't really... I don't really... I, I can't really focus and try hard on ranked. So when I'm not that try hard, I always lose points. And I really don't like it, so I started playing more free play because I didn't... I wasn't in the mood of try hard in ranked at all. So I started to play more free play to don't get tilted or something. <laughs> I like that. I was going to say, what about um, scrims between the regions? Like, do you find that NA team scrim more? And like, do you guys scream twice a day, three times a day? Um, and have you found it to be more than EU or less? Mm, no, I think both scrims similar. Just one curious thing is that most of the time, the NA teams comes like five or ten minutes later to the scrims, but the Europe teams leaves ten or five minutes uh, like before the scrim. <laughs> so it's exactly. something that, that that really happens, and I don't know why, but it's funny. So instead of one hour, it's if you got EU versus NA scrims, it's just actually forty minutes, like the ten minutes late, ten minutes early leave, forty minute scrim, nice and, and short. It sounds like you're enjoying yourself. Do you th can you see yourself? I mean, this sounds like a very job interview question. Can you see yourself in NA for many years? Is it where you want to be? Mm, I don't know. Probably. I really don't know what's going to happen after after this season or whatever. I I always I always think about everything. 
been in NA can be good for more years or like you don't really know what the future what is going to come with the futures but right now right now I feel so good here and I'm I'm in a good moment so I don't think about leaving or something right now what's the uh expectations for the rest of the season now you've won regional ones you're in a really good spot to make the major which obviously if you make the major you're making worlds as well um but yeah what are you hoping to achieve uh for this upcoming rest of the split major and worlds i don't know i always have uh like bad predictions about me because i i'm i don't i'm not really confident before the, the tournament start i always get confident when we are when i'm playing not before like i usually don't don't think that we are gonna have like good results but not for nothing it's just that my confidence goes higher when i play more than when there is one week left to the tournament or something like that so i don't know but i hope we can make good at the major at least playoffs i hope and worlds is gonna be a good experience and we're gonna try to be in in the top eight too if we qualify for worlds that that's the main objective being the in the playoffs and of course qualifying if we can not be in wild card that that's one of the other goals we have been like direct in worlds and don't have to play wild card i think it's very achievable i i, I you Absolutely. know yeah if you'd come in and said yeah we want to win spring major and worlds i'd be like wow that's that's gonna be that's a that's very impressive idea but i think everything you've just said yeah doable you guys sound like you're on the grind so i i believe i i think complexity um if you're not the best in NA, definitely can be because uh, the trajectory is up, up, up. You guys consistently improving. Uh, some other teams in NA are up and down. So I, I am a big fan. Uh, can't wait to see what's next for you guys. I just want to quickly, uh, you know, it's, it's been a bit off topic, but you mentioned you liked moving to North America. It was a bit more for the experience as well as the playing. Let's let's hypothetically say next season, you get an offer from me and Rizzo to move to Oceania, come play in Australia. <laughs> Would you like to come down and move to Australia and potentially, you know, get a free major spot, free world spot? <laughs> nah, I don't think so. I uh, well, do you I, want to think about it a bit more? Well, you, you don't have to. You don't you have to respond to now. Say, you get back to us. You know, sway up the options. You know. Nah, I really moved to to North America because it's like the the I don't know the dream because you when you're a child always see like. Uh, many cities uh, from here that are so cool and you see in the in the TV or in YouTube videos or TikTok or I don't know and you see that it's something like a dream and to know a, a country that you see a lot of times in series or th- I don't know I, I was just curious to to see if, if everything I saw in the internet is real or is is so different to Spain and that, that's one of the main things that I moved. I wanted to, to, to know a new country. American you... food or Spanish food? Which is better? Ah, Spanish, by far. Yeah. <laughs> good call. By far. By far, of course. Do you feel like, uh, you know, once you saw, like, all the, 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 like, movies and stuff, like, it was it was real, like, it was what you expected when you came to the U.S.? Mm, yeah, it's really... I really have an idea in my mind, because uh, I watch a lot of uh, series and films from here, and I really had an idea in my mind, and it's, it's really similar to what I thought, because we I travel a lot with with everything from for the move and the visa stuff and things, and 
I, I really think it's similar uh, about what I thought it was going to be. And, like, you don't have to say the name of it or, or if anything, if there is one, but I'm wondering, like, did you go out of your way to find, like, a Spanish restaurant over there when you moved to make sure, like, you had, you had mm. the right food instead of just, like, cheeseburgers every day? Um, no, I just tried to start cooking a little bit, but, of course, I, I, I eat fast food sometimes. But I, I try to cook something easy. Just I, I don't really cook at all. It's just basic things. And that and that's what I do. <laughs> Fair enough. You also said you um obviously live with Ray's Bull. So there's a couple of final uh, ones yes. from me. Firstly, what's it like <laughs> teaming with the Bull? <laughs> what, 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 what did you say? What's it like te- like being on a team with the Bull, with Ray's Bull? Ray, CJ calls Ray's Bull the Bull. That's his the name bull. for yeah, yeah. Ray's Bull. Yeah, mm, I don't know. At the start, this really was was hard because we are we are pretty similar. Like in the game, we we have uh, not similar playstyles, but we are like so so competitive. And at the start, when when I joined Complexity, we was always uh, with the ego, with the, with the other trying to be the best of the team. And I think with the time, we started to be more friends and not only trying to compete against each other. But we are we are still working on that. Mm, it's not perfect yet, but we we are trying to be like uh, we are trying to do anything good for the team and not being uh, and not only think about us and about being the best alone and trying to think about being the best, but with the team, not just like as something individually. And living with him as well, does he have any funny, interesting like habits or things he might do that you've picked up on that you might want to share? You don't have to share. Does he? Does he? I don't know. Um, is he messy? Does he fart a lot? Does he have something that annoys you? Living with him, um, I don't know. I, I think it's. I always say that he's really like like my second mom sometimes. He always say, say to me, you have to do this um, for to clean or something. He's always asking me to do things. That I always say yeah. to him that he's like my second mom. He's always saying what I have to do in the house. Uh, what a legend. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Legend. That was like an amazing uh, answer to CJ. It's terrible. Tell me about him. Tell me about him. I love him. He's got a parasocial relationship with Raysville, this guy. Unbelievable. It's more more because because I'm a little bit lazy, to be honest. So he's always trying to to make me do things. Yeah, that's good, though. If you've got nothing worse. I've heard of teams and and Rocket League teams uh, and players who have ended up, like, really hating each other because someone's messy at a boot camp beyond belief. Like, just so messy that it just, like, it... it, it tilts the teammates in real life. And when you're tilted in real life, you're tilted in game. So there's nothing you can do about it. So yeah, yeah that, that's probably a good thing to, to have a raise bull be a second mom. Yeah, that's, but uh, that's cool. most most of the time when he's not in that mood, we are like like brothers. We we are always doing jokes to each other mm-hmm. and and having fun and I really I really I really enjoy it. Constant, can you come uh, up the floor for it? Obviously, firstly, thank you, Sarah. This has been phenomenal. Thank you for coming on. I really appreciate uh, your time with us. I feel like I've learned yeah. a lot about you, and hopefully the viewers type one in chat if you've learned a lot or something <laughs> about CRR. Oh, no. Yeah. 
There it is. Yeah, there, there, they there they are. There they are. As you said, your English is fantastic. Like we need to get you on more bro. often to to come and chat. Yeah, that's right. I my objective with this was to like to let everyone know more about me and about about the team, and I I try to be the most honest I can to, I can be to for the people to to see what what it really happens when you are pro player or, and with everything about the move and and uh, just everything. Oh, should we uh, should we quickly do an, awesome. a quick EU prediction, like a a top top four or something? Mm. Oh, that's a good. Do you watch any yeah. EU oh. Rocket League at all, CRR still? Yeah, I always watch EU Rocket League. You always <laughs> watch. Okay, so that's a good, actually, good good idea to finish. Yeah. So EU is on this weekend. Um, CRR, your top five teams, your predictions for for your teams that are going to make the major. How about that? Okay. Yeah, I can say that, but first I want to say something that I think yeah. that can happen is that I think uh, G1 and Vitality are going to play in the second round if they both win their games. And mm -hmm. I have that prediction about that, that um, the team that wins that matchup is going to um, have like a so good split and the one that uh, loses that matchup is going to be have, like harder times in qualifying to the major. Oh. So G1 is Atomic, Dorito, and Oli now. Uh, and uh, obviously Vitality, everybody does. But Zen's joined up and Rudison. That's interesting. Well, okay, so who are you picking, though? I know you might not want to pick against your... If you don't want to choose any team, I know that you've got your Spanish friends there on G1. Um, but do you have do you have top five? Uh, mm. does, your, does your top five include one of those teams, then, and not the other, is what I'm trying to say? Um... Right now, I'm gonna include both. Like I would say, Carmine Corp, Liquid, um, Vitality, uh, G1. Yeah. And uh, I would say probably Moist or BDS. Oh, BDS. Not Hogan mode. Growly, Resi, Scrub Killer have just qualified. <laughs> you don't want to no, go with Hogan mode. I don't no? think so. <laughs> I thought you were trolling. I did not know that was their team name. <laughs> I'd recommend if you if you want the funny oh who chat somebody help me out before we uh go insane here who who streamed the Hogan mode qualifier because Joyo does such a good scrub killer I've impression. heard that I heard that you need to you need to listen to Joyo's scrub killer impression it's really quite excellent he was casting their games when they qualified and I'd recommend it great viewing great job Joyo very convincing not even a Scottish accent just specifically a scrub killer accent <laughs> I don't know how he does it yeah it uh, was Rezi, Rezi's Twitch with Joyo casting, absolutely incredible. But yeah, CRR has been incredible. Thank you so much for coming on, bro. I want to ask you as well quickly, guy. it'd be rude of us not to, uh, Vitality with Zen, what, how did, you said third in EU. How good are they going to be? Do they win a regional? Do they win a major? What do you think? I really have different things about Vitality because I think it really, is, I think it really is going to work. But I'm not sure if it's gonna be that good. Like I think they are gonna be able to make major, but I don't know if they are gonna be like the best team in the region or just second behind Carmen Corp. I think they are gonna be around top five, but don't think they are gonna be able to to be like more that solid in the top two. I don't think they are gonna be that solid in the top two, but yeah, in the top five. Can you see them doing what V1 did on the weekend, sort of? bombing out a little bit not not performing too well maybe uh outside the top eight or something mm. 
can be an option, but I don't, I don't really think so. I think they are pretty consistent, and I think Zen is gonna be so motivated to to play the RCS, and he was he's gonna probably be uh, in so high hours, and he's gonna be picking. So I don't think they are gonna be they're gonna have a good, bad result at the in the first regional. But probably it's gonna be hard for them. I expect some games five uh, or something like mm. that. All right. Well, that's gonna do it. We're gonna wrap up right there. Thank you, everybody, for watching Chalkcast number three. Should we plug Patreon? Do you want me to plug it, Rizzo, for you? <laughs> yeah, 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 I was gonna hit it. <laughs> but if you want, we mentioned the Patreon in the beginning. Before we end, this is for the podcast, for the listeners, for the watchers. We now have a Patreon. What does that mean? We want your money. No, basically five dollars a month. There's different tiers, but we're giving you a bonus episode of. Well, not chalked. We're every getting, week. of us. Every week, every one week episode. Of so us. Four, four, there's already two up there. We're going to put another one yep. up. Uh, we just launched soon. it. Yeah. Just launched the Patreon. There's already two up. There's one up coming up either today or tomorrow. There'll be another episode. If you want to get some more content, if you want to be a little bit more a part of the community, we've got a Discord in there. You can chat to us in there. You can suggest topics. You can request guests like CRR if you want him on again. You can. We've got a monthly Q&A as well if you want to have a Q&A questions. Uh, there's potential to record topics or record questions that we could play on stream, stuff like that. Um, if you want to get involved, then go for it. Don't stop. Stopping everyone in the chat saying everybody, everybody's not, no saying, one's can you call it free? No, this is the free episode you're listening to. These, we're, we're, these are going to continue to be free it's as they free, always have been. It's free. We're not changing it. Yeah, that's it. More, that's good. That's a good even topic, more yeah. episodes, one a week as usual, uh, live, and then one we're going to do one a week recorded as well so for Patreon. We've got four free episodes for five dollars a month. But outside of that, <laughs> nothing's changing. We've still got our usual. This is going to be uploaded to YouTube still. We're still streamed to you guys on Twitch. But if you want to get involved a bit more, there's a chance for you to do it. And there's some funny some funny stuff. I mean, see, La- Landy just subs to Rizzo right now. He could have got the Patreon and got, like, episode two. He <laughs> said he's got, he's just stuck Minus for $5. Minus $5. Dollars. This guy has already lost emotes. five. He could have gone the other way. Minus five for emotes. Could have, oh had, could have had short cast episodes. No, Stop subscribing to Rizzo. Start subscribing to Patreon. That's all we're saying. Thanks, everyone, for listening. <laughs> all right. Yeah, thank you for listening. Thank you to CR for joining us, Johnny and CJ for co- uh, co-hosting as well. If you miss any episode, it'll be on Spotify, Apple, and YouTube. Give me some time. I got yelled at last time because it wasn't up in six hours. Okay. But we appreciate you guys watching. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.